I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts could see a pandemic COVID rise. They died in police custody. Now Maryland's calling for a review of at least 100 autopsies. I'm Kate Ryan. How to avoid credit card skimmers from stealing your info and money. I'm Luke Luker. Wall Street begins on a down note. Asian stocks are tanking this morning. Good morning. It's 2 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Two months before calendar winter, there is would-be winter in much of the country. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. The cold air continues to be locked in, and it is the southeastern United States that's going to be feeling the coldest. The temperatures today in Florida in the 60s in most places, upper 60s. Now, that sounds plenty pleasant for fall for most folks, but uh, for Florida, that is a good 10 to 15 degrees at least below where you should be. But there will be a really quick turnaround in some parts, like some parts of Texas, that could hit 90 by the weekend. AAA's average gr- gasoline price now, 385. It's been dropping about a penny a day for the last week or so. An update is now due in about an hour. Meantime, President Biden announced a move to lower oil prices in order to release another 15 million barrels of oil that the government holds in reserve. He had announced earlier this year that he would release up to 180 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve and sort of gave himself a cutoff at 165. What he's doing today is essentially saying, remember what I told you earlier this year? I'm going all the way. So this isn't necessarily a new announcement. That is correspondent Ed O'Keefe. Turning to the war in Ukraine, there appear to be mass Russian evacuations in the southern city of Kherson as a Ukrainian counteroffensive moves closer. Correspondent Holly Williams is in Kiev. Andrei Zagorodnyuk is Ukraine's uh, former defense minister. He told us Vladimir Putin may no longer be thinking rationally. He is uh, capable of making desperate mistakes and desperate measures. Ukraine's military has made stunning progress in recent weeks, reclaiming swaths of territory from Russian forces. In this country, there's continuing fallout from that audio recording of several Latino members of the L.A. City Council making remarks considered racist. But then City Council President has resigned, but Council Member Kevin DeLeon tells KCBS-TV he won't still. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to my constituents. I'm sorry to my colleagues. I'm sorry to the family of Mike Bond and to, to my family, to all those who have supported me. Britain's political turmoil continues more pressure inside the ruling Conservative Party to change the Prime Minister after just a month and a half on the job. Six weeks in office had been like watching a dumpster fire. And that was said by one of Liz Truss's own conservative lawmakers. This one says... I really think she's in the last chance saloon. After a series of embarrassing U-turns that have seen virtually all her economic policies ditched. Correspondent Vicki Barker in London. You know what U.S. state now has an official dinosaur? Massachusetts appointing a swift-footed lizard that lived there millions of years ago. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by... Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. WTOP is a proud sponsor of the Marine Corps Marathon. Limited entries are still available for the MCM 10K. Take the 6.2-mile scenic route from the National Mall to the U.S. Marine Corps War Memorial on October 30th. Register now at marinemarathon.com. 
Plus, aspiring runners age 5 to 12 can join the MCM Weekend Fun by participating in the MCM Kids Run Saturday, October 29th in Arlington. Register at marinemarathon.com. WTOP at 203. Good Thursday morning, 20th of October 2022. Clearing cold again this overnight early morning. Likely to see some morning frost by daybreak. Lows in the 30s and 40s before we're done this morning. 46 in our nation's capital now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early Thursday morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you this morning. We begin with an illegally parked van this week near the Supreme Court, leading on Wednesday to several developments, an arrest by Capitol Police and the recovery of several guns. WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill. Capitol Police initially responded to the white van near 1st and Capitol Streets because of where it was parked. And then a canine unit got a hit and officers were called in. Initially, three people were detained and one of them told officers there were guns in the van. Officers then recovered a shotgun and two handguns. 80-year-old Tony Payne of Georgia now faces a weapons charge. Just a few months ago, a man rammed a barricade in this area, setting his car on fire. He later shot himself after firing shots into the air. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. WTOP at 205. A couple of weeks ago, a man charged in a murder locally was mistakenly released and quickly recaptured. Now, Loudoun County's top prosecutor says this morning this incident shows that better communications are needed between her office and the sheriff's office. Commonwealth's attorney, Buda Biberai, has repeated that 25-year-old Stone Colburn should never have been released October 6th, but she's grateful Loudoun County Sheriff's deputies were able to retake him in 24 hours. Once the error was discovered, the sheriff's office was immediately responsive and diligent towards rearresting Colburn. Sheriff Mike Chapman says the process Bibri employed to hold Colburn after charges were dismissed in the district court were confusing. But all aspects of the incident are being looked into. Both the top prosecutor and the sheriff say they want to improve communications to ensure that such an incident doesn't happen again. In Leesburg, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. 205 on your Thursday morning. Was there bias in the way Maryland's former medical examiner actually determined how people died in police custody? That is apparently at the heart now this week of a plan to do new in-depth reviews of in-custody deaths in Maryland. A panel of experts consulted by Maryland officials found that 100 autopsies of people who died in police custody across the state should get a closer look. That's prompted Maryland Attorney General Brian Frosch to order a fresh in-depth review of deaths involving people who were physically restrained while in custody. The move comes more than a year after a state audit into 1,300 autopsies performed by David Fowler, the former state medical examiner. Fowler testified for the defense in the murder of George Floyd. Fowler had testified that Floyd's death was caused by drug use and heart disease. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 2.06 Thursday morning. Skimming devices have been found apparently on ATMs and retail card machines at 10 different local locations across D.C., in the past month, we're told those skimmers can actually pull info and money from a debit or credit card when you swipe. So how do you protect yourself? First off, update any card to chip technology. Any card at this point in time that only has a, relies on a Mac stripe is an insecure card. It's just inviting fraud. John Brio is a fraud expert with the National Consumers League. He says spotting a skimmer is tough because it could be inside the machine, but at least check. Does it jiggle? Does it seem loose? Are there sort of boxes seemingly attached to the ATM that may look out of place? Brio says if you want to be extra careful, use only ATMs at banks rather than at bars. 
bars, restaurants, or gas stations. Convenience store or restaurant workers, they're not trained to spot an ATM that's been tampered with. And if you are just paying at a card machine, it's always better to use a credit card rather than a debit. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Everything I know about marijuana, I learned back when me and my friends had mullets. Yeah, I guess I got some catching up to do. And I'm curious about medical marijuana. It's legal in my state, I think. But is it right for me? Ugh. Where can I get reliable, professional answers to my questions? The answer to that question is Veriheal. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L dot com. Medical marijuana can be complicated, even confusing. You want trustworthy answers without jumping through hoops or waiting to see a doctor. I'm a curious guy, but I'm a cautious guy, too. I need trustworthy information, reliable answers to my questions. So Veriheal sounds good. Tell me more. Veriheal.com is your single source for facts about medical marijuana and to pre-qualify online. Private and secure, quick and easy. Get started today with easy financing. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L. Convenience is why we're here. Trust is why we're number one. Veriheal.com. Uh, Thursday morning, October 20th. Welcome to WTLP. Glad you're with us at 208. Slower clogged drains. Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTLP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We had some work set up briefly on the ramp from southbound 395 to Route 1 to Crystal City, but that is gone. That ramp is once again reopened. On the rest of the Virginia roadways, work, 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 but not a lot of fuss getting through the work zones now. On the outer loop of the Bellway coming off the Legion Bridge near the GW Parkway, it's a single left past the work. And then on the inner loop, the only work zones outstanding will be the ones after 123. That's two to the left to get by. And then after Georgetown Pike exit 44, that's two right lanes to get by. 66, it's over the top of the Capitol Beltway. It's a right lane getting past the work. And then once you are on the outer, once you're outside the Beltway, a couple of work zones to step around will be after the Fairfax County Parkway and again after 29 Centerville with a right lane getting by in each case. The ramps to go north and south on 28 from westbound 66 blocked by work. There's work on the Dulles Access Road this morning. If you've got an early flight out of Dulles, beware of this. Westbounders after Hunter Mill Road, it's a single lane to get by that work zone. Back to Maryland, the crash activity continues 70 eastbound. Just after the ramps at exit 73 for Route 94 at Woodbine and Lisbon, and that uh, has blocked all the lanes. So I think everyone is being diverted onto Route 94. You'll take that south to Frederick Road, Route 144, and then take that over to Route 97, which at that point is Roxbury Mills Road, and then back up to Route 70 to continue on your way. On the outer loop of the Beltway, on the outer loop of the Beltway, a couple of issues to step around. One will be before you get to. Richie Marlboro Road, two left lanes getting by, and then after Route 50, heading toward Route 450, two right lanes past the work. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. We are looking at a cold start to the day on our Thursday, so make sure you bundle up heading out the front door. The good news is during the afternoon, we're going to warm nicely. Highs in the upper 50s to low 60s with plenty of sunshine. A cold start on Friday, too, but back into the mid-60s. I'm going 66. And then on Saturday, once again, cool in the morning, but a nice afternoon going for a high temperature of 70 degrees. Unfortunately, we can't keep the great weather going because Sunday, we've got a good chance for some shower activity during the day. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Hammer. Right now, we are at 43 degrees in Hyattsville, 39 in Fredericksburg, Virginia. It's also 43 in Eastern Maryland, 46 in Holding. In our nation's capital, 2 a.m. hour, Thursday morning, 20th of October. 
Glad you're with us here at WTOP this early morning. Brought to you this check by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home maintenance. The invasion of Ukraine. Updates and analysis 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The latest in just moments on WTOP this 2 a.m. hour. Stay with us. The WTOP Charity of the Month for October is the Susan G. Komen Foundation. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's one thing to be aware of breast cancer. It's another to do something about it. Turn breast cancer awareness into action by supporting Susan G. Komen's mission to save lives and end breast cancer. Donate and learn more at Komen.org. That's Komen.org. For more information, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. That's WTOP.com. Search charities. Thank the Lord for the night You're with WTOP, Matt Dean Lane. This is WTOP News. Out to the war this morning, Russian President Vladimir Putin declares martial law in the four regions of Ukraine he illegally annexed last month. This follows several days of intense combat with Russia launching waves of missiles and Iranian-made kamikaze drone strikes across Ukraine, targeting critical infrastructure in civilian areas. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green is covering. We have to separate these two things that are taking place, the airstrikes and uh, the drone attacks in Kiev and other places around the country are just a part of what Russia is trying to do to assert itself. And really, they're not very successful. In terms of this declaration of martial law, it won't be successful either, very likely. It's mostly desperation, and it means nothing to Ukraine. Trying to essentially declare martial law, according to the folks I've spoken to in Kherson, Zaporizhia, Luhansk, and Donetsk, um, you know, he's not even in control of these areas. Kherson is about to fall. He may be partial control of some of those areas, but it's a sign to Western democracies that Putin might be getting even more irrational. The only thing positively it does for Russia is it gives military officials the ability to take direct control of civilian functions in these regions. But again, they're not in control of them and they're losing control of them. So it really seems to speak to desperation. Well, with more air raid sirens going off across Ukraine, J.J., what is the power situation right now in Ukraine, and, and what's the likely effect of that on the war effort? It's not very good right now. The country has about one-third of its power facilities damaged or out of operation. People are having trouble getting power and water. It takes time to fix these things, but the real, the real cost here is the impact that it has on the ability for the military to communicate and to do what it needs to do, and also uh, emergency functions like hospitals and first responders. They need that power, they need that water, and they're having trouble getting it right now. JJ, Eastern Europe's become even more nervous since these kamikaze drone strikes started. And you're headed to the region. Is Eastern Europe sensing any danger from these drones? They are, not just from the drones, but from the overall doctrine of Vladimir Putin. It just seems irrational. And the more he loses control, the more he seeks to grab for it. And there is some open discussion about will he now, since he's gotten himself in this particular situation, think again and think more 
directly about using a nuclear, a tactical nuclear weapon. He really doesn't have many options left in Ukraine because everything he's done has failed. And so there are those that are concerned that he might take his aggression out on some other country. It may not be a nuclear type of event, but he may take his aggression out in other places, and these drones could certainly factor in. That's something they're concerned about. With the very latest in the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTOP's own national security correspondent, J.J. Green, talking there with Bruce and Ann. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. October 20th, good Thursday morning, 2.15, sports time indeed. Rob Woodfork's turn for you. Opening night was again kind of the Wizards, leading by as many as 18 in Indiana and holding on for a 114-107 victory over the Pacers to win consecutive season openers for the first time in 17 years. Close call, Kyle Kuzma. We were able to just uh, take a, a calm, deep breath and just keep the game going. Will came in and gave us some huge free throws, and uh, that really sealed the game and just let that pressure off of us. Kyle Kuzma had a 22-point double-double, and Bradley Beal scored a team-high 23 in his first game since January 29th. I feel good. Energy-wise, it's good to just be back on the floor. Didn't really feel like a first game of the year. Just kind of felt like another game, and it's good to be able to get up and down, get off to a good start. And I know, so it's a good, good way to start. Former Nationals won. Soto and Josh Bell powered the Padres to a 8-5 come-from-behind win to send the NLCS to Philly tied at a game apiece, and the Houston Astros beat the Yankees 4-2 in Game 1 of the ALCS. The Washington Commanders, for the second time in as many years, are turning the keys to the offense. Over to Taylor Heineke. I think the biggest thing I took away from last year was uh, just the experience. Um, I think the more reps you get in live games, the more comfortable you get. So starting 15 games last year, I feel a lot more comfortable, a lot more confident in uh, what I need to do to win and what not to do to lose. D.C. United lost plenty in 2022. They parted ways with general manager Lucy Rushton as part of its multiple changes to soccer operations. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Hardy, thanks, Rob. 217 on WTOP Thursday morning. Among the top stories we're following for you this 2 a.m. hour on T.O.P., an 80-year-old Georgia man is this morning under arrest after U.S. Capitol Police say he drove and illegally parked a van near the Supreme Court building this week, Wednesday afternoon. Two handguns and a shotgun were found inside. Two people who were with Tony Payne were not arrested. He faces weapons and ammunition charges. Federal judge says that former President Donald J. Trump knew data about voter fraud was false but used it anyway in a federal lawsuit as he tried to stay in office past early 2021. The judge said in the case that the email evidence of this must be turned over to congressional investigators right away. And new this morning locally, negotiations between the Washington Teachers Union and the city over a new contract are headed to interest arbitration. That coming after the union representing 4,000 teachers went through the mediation process and were unable to reach an agreement. The union president telling WTOP the group is disappointed because teachers have not had a new contract in three years. The previous agreement expired 2019. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Thursday morning, October 20th, 2022. Glad you're with us at 218. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. Back to Maryland we go. 70 eastbound still with lanes blocked after exit 73 for the crash. And a lot of response still on scene. You're being diverted onto...
ultimately Frederick Road. Take that east to Route 97, then back north on 97. That links you back up with 70 eastbound, heading for the Baltimore Beltway. Westbound is not affected here. Work on 95 northbound. No fuss getting past it, but be aware that it's there after the ramps for BWI Marshall Airport and I-195. Exit 47. Two left lanes are getting by. It's also blocking the ramp that would carry you to the outer loop of the Baltimore Beltway. On 50 across the Bay Bridge, the two-way Samba continues on the eastbound span without delay, and then the southbound work zone on I-270 before Bucky's Town Pike with the left lane getting by. On the Mar- on the Maryland Beltway, inner loop work in a couple or outer loop work in a couple of spots. Before you get to Richie Marlboro Road, it's a two left lanes to get by, and then after that point, you're going to catch your breath quickly because right before you get to Route 50, exit t- uh, 19, that's where you're going to find more work over on the on the left side, and you're going to get by two lanes to the right, but again, doing so with a great deal of non-fanfare. On the outer loop in Virginia, right after the GW Parkway, right at the GW Parkway, as you, as you come off the Leech and Bridge, it'll be two a single right, a single left lane to get by, and then on the inner loop after 123, two left lanes get by there. Then after Georgetown Pike, it's two to the right to get by the work. 66, the work zones, a lot of them drying up already, but we still have the work westbound after the Fairfax County Parkway, and again after 29 Centerville, right lane gets by in each case. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. One more really cold start, and then we'll start to see things moderate just a bit. Temperatures in the low to mid-30s on your Thursday morning, but warming into the upper 50s to low 60s with sunshine. Friday, another chilly start, but warming to 66 in the afternoon. And on Saturday, looking great, going for a high of 70 with sunshine. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 39 degrees Woo. in Rested this morning, 43 in Bethesda, 34 in Woodbridge. We're at 46 in Holding in our nation's capital this 2 a.m. hour, Thursday morning, October 20th. This check brought to you this morning by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300 for newlookhomedesign.com. Check them out. WTOP at 221. Good morning. Glad you're with us. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Your bills are due on the 13th, but you don't get paid until the 15th. Sound familiar? Life doesn't always wait for payday. Get the NetSpend All Access account for your everyday mobile banking needs and get paid up to two days faster with direct deposit. Get started today at NetSpend.com and go beyond banking. Banking services provided by an account established by Pathword NA member FDIC. Faster access based on comparison of our ACH processing policy versus posting funds at settlement. Deposit account opening is subject to registration and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. This is WTOP News. Thursday morning is 221. Welcome to WTOP. The D.C. Council is currently in the process of revising the city's criminal code for actually the first time in more than a century. It is an issue right now. The mayor and police chief spoke a lot about at a news conference in Southeast this week. We know that that criminal code certainly needs to be contemporized. But D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser and Police Chief Robert Conti also expressed some concerns about some of the changes being considered. There are some things that need to be done to really to, to work through that to make sure that we get it right. But I think it's more important that we get it right than just get it done. Changes to laws regarding public urination and defecation, for example, are things that may not happen often, but also aren't things they want to see taken off the books. We're going to need some time to look at it. So far, the mayor's office hasn't been able to review the proposed changes. In Southeast, John Dome in WTOP News. 
Let's talk money this morning. Social Security and other payments will soon be higher to adjust for inflation. While that is, of course, great news for many, it would also mean higher taxes. To that end, the IRS recently announced changes to help mitigate those tax hikes. This morning, WTOP financial contributor Barry Glassman, president of Glassman Wealth Services, with more. The Social Security Administration came out and gave a gift for next year, which is a huge increase in Social Security payments. And the IRS want part of this. They want part of the credit of helping the world. And so what they're doing is they're increasing the, the levels at which you can earn income at lower tax brackets. But it's not just the tax brackets. They increase by a large amount the standard deduction, the earned income tax credit, even the credit for adoption expenses. On the estate planning side, the amount that you can gift to people without paying a gift tax went up to 17000 And then the amount that you can pass to non-spouse beneficiaries or heirs went up by a million dollars, up to $12.9 million. What more do we need to know about all this? Well, starting January 1st, what's going to happen is your payroll company is going to adjust based on this announcement and all of these different calculations, and they're going to figure out based on your biweekly or however often your paycheck is, what the tax you should withhold in every paycheck. Well, how do they know this, Sean? Because you filled out a form years ago when you first started with your company that said how many dependents you had and all of those things. It's really important that whether it be now or leading up to January 1st, you revisit that form. Because since you've started working there, maybe you had kids, have a mortgage, started to give to charity, earned far more money, those kinds of things. And that changes that uh, tax calculation and the amount of withholding you get. So if you've gotten a big refund or in April each year you owe big money, that's the form that tells the payroll company, and you should revisit that come January 1st. WTOP financial contributor Barry Glassman. President of Glassman Wealth Services talking with Hillary and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display to listen live 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment of Washington's top news on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. WTOP at 225. Money News, each half hour at 25 and 55, a preview of your business day Thursday, October 20th on TOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The latest red flags for the economy come from the shipping industry. Trucker Night Swift Transportation sees a rapid slowdown in the freight market. Businesses are reducing orders on concern that consumer demand won't hold up. And the Port of Los Angeles says the outlook remains soft for the rest of the year. Cargo volumes fell in September to a seven-year low. Look for more on shipping later today as railroad operator CSX reports quarterly earnings. GM is considering adding a mid-sized electric pickup to its Hummer line. While it's still in the design stage, sources say it's a priority project and has a good chance of going into production. The New York Times is dropping plans to launch an app for kids. The Wall Street Journal reports the Times decided the niche would be too small and would divert attention from its broader digital business, which includes Wordle, The Athletic, and more. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Remodeling for how you live today. Here's Craig Dorosco, founder of Sun Design Remodeling, sharing how remodeling can bring family and friends together. How do you live? What isn't working right now? What inspires you? 
what gets you excited? Like if you went to work and you had a magic wand and you said, when I came home, I wanted my house, these three things to be fixed. <laughs> what would those be? How do you plan for the future? Like, how can you think through and say, okay, if this becomes my forever home, even if it's a place you might. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature.